0: Welcome to the Bible in a Year with Manna. We're your hosts, Uriah and Trophina Beagle. Join us as we experience God's Word together and grow in our relationship with Him. Today we'll be reading from the Berean Standard Bible. The reading plan we're following is the one-year chronological Bible. Today is day number 53, and we'll be reading the book of Leviticus, chapters 17, 18, and 19. Let's dive in. Leviticus
1: 17. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and sons and all the Israelites and tell them this is what the Lord has commanded. Anyone from the house of Israel who slaughters an ox, a lamb, or a goat in the camp or outside of it, instead of bringing it to the entrance to the tent of meeting to present it as an offering to the Lord before his tabernacle, that man shall incur blood guilt. He has shed blood and must be cut off from among his people." For this reason, the Israelites will bring to the Lord the sacrifices they have been offering in the open fields. They are to bring them to the priest at the entrance to the tent of meeting and offer them as as sacrifices of peace to the Lord. The priest will then sprinkle the blood on the altar of the Lord at the entrance to the tent of meeting and burn the fat as a pleasing aroma to the Lord. They must no longer offer their sacrifices to the goat demons to which they have prostituted themselves. This will be a permanent statute for them for the generations to come. Tell them that if anyone from the house of Israel or any foreigner living among them offers a burnt offering or a sacrifice, but does not bring it to the entrance to the tent of meeting to sacrifice it to the Lord, that he must be cut off from his people. If anyone... From the house of Israel or a foreigner living among them eats any blood, I will set my face against that person and cut him off from among his people. For the life of the flesh is in the blood, and I will give it to you and make atonement for your souls upon the altar, for it is the blood that makes atonement for the soul. Therefore, I say to the Israelites, none of you may eat blood, nor may any foreigner living among you eat blood. And if any Israelite or foreigner living among them hunts down a wild animal or bird that may be eaten, he must drain its blood and cover it with dirt. For the life of all flesh is its blood. Therefore, I have told the Israelites, you must not eat the blood of any living thing because the life of all flesh is its blood. Whoever eats it shall be cut off. And any person, whether native or foreigner, who eats anything found dead or mauled by wild beasts must wash his clothes and bathe with water, and he will be unclean until evening, then he will be clean. But if he does not wash his clothes and bathes himself, then he shall bear his iniquity.
0: Leviticus chapter 18 Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the Israelites and tell them, I am the Lord your God. You must not follow the practices of the land of Egypt, where you used to live, and you must not follow the practices of the land of Canaan, into which I am bringing you. You must not walk in their customs. You are to practice my judgments and keep my statutes by walking in them. I am the Lord your God. Keep my statutes and my judgments, for the man who does these things will live by them. I am the Lord. None of you are to approach any close relative to have sexual relations. I am the Lord. You must not expose the nakedness of your father by having sexual relations with your mother. She is your mother. You must not have sexual relations with her. You must not have sexual relations with your father's wife. It will dishonor your father. You must not have sexual relations with your sister, either your father's daughter or your mother's daughter, whether she was born in the same home or elsewhere. You must not have sexual relations with your son's daughter or your daughter's daughter, for that would shame your family. You must not have sexual relations with the daughter of your father's wife born to your father. She is your sister. You must not have sexual relations with your father's sister. She is your father's close relative. You must not have sexual relations with your mother's sister for she is your mother's close relative. You must not dishonor your father's brother by approaching his wife to have sexual relations with her. She is your aunt. You must not have sexual relations with your daughter-in-law She is your son's wife. You are not to have sexual relations with her. You must not have sexual relations with your brother's wife. That would shame your brother. You must not have sexual relations with both a woman and her daughter. You are not to marry her son's daughter or her daughter's daughter and have sexual relations with her. They are close relatives. It is depraved. You must not take your wife's sister as a rival wife and have sexual relations with her while your wife is still alive. You must not approach a woman to have sexual relations with her during her menstrual period. You must not lie carnally with your neighbor's wife and thus defile yourself with her. You must not give any of your children to be sacrificed to Molech, for you must not profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. You must not lie with a man as with a woman. This is an abomination. You must not lie carnally with any animal, thus defiling yourself with it. A woman must not stand before an animal to mate with it. This is a perversion. Do not defile yourself by any of these practices, for by all these things the nations I am driving out before you have defiled themselves. Even the land has become defiled, so I am punishing it for its sin, and the land will vomit out its inhabitants. You are to keep my statutes and ordinances, and you must not commit any of these abominations, neither your native-born nor the foreigner who lives among you. For the men who were in the land before you committed all these abominations, and the land has become defiled. So if you defile the land, I will vomit you out as it spewed out the nations before you. Therefore, anyone who commits any of these abominations must be cut off from among his people. You must keep my charge not to practice any of the abominable customs that were practiced before you, so that you do not defile yourselves by them. I am the Lord your God.
1: Leviticus 19. Then the Lord said to Moses, Speak to the whole congregation of Israel and tell them, Be holy, because I, the Lord your God, am holy. Each of you must respect his mother and father. You must keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. Do not turn to idols or make for yourselves molten gods. I am the Lord your God. Whether you sacrifice a peace offering to the Lord, you shall offer it for your acceptance. It shall be eaten on the day you sacrifice it or on the next day. But what remains on the third day must be burned up. If any of it is eaten on the third day, it is tainted and will not be accepted. Whoever eats it will bear his iniquity, for he has profaned what is holy to the Lord. That person must be cut off from his people. When you reap the harvest of your land, you are not to reap to the very edges of your field or gather the gleanings of your harvest. You must not strip your vineyard bare or gather its fallen grapes. Leave them for the poor and the foreigner. I am the Lord your God. You must not steal. You must not lie or deceive one another. You must not swear falsely by my name and so profane the name of your God. I am the Lord. You must not defraud your neighbor or rob him. You must not withhold until morning the wages due a hired hand. You must not curse the deaf or place a stumbling block before the blind, but you shall fear your God. I am the Lord. You must not pervert justice. You must not show partiality to the poor or favoritism to the rich. You are to judge your neighbor fairly. You must not go about spreading slander among your people. You must not endanger the life of your neighbor. I am the Lord. You must not harbor hatred against your brother in your heart. Directly rebuke your neighbor so that you will not incur guilt on account of him. Do not seek revenge or bear a grudge against any of your people, but love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. You are to keep by statutes. You shall not crossbreed two different kinds of livestock. You shall not sow your fields with two kinds of seed. You shall not wear clothing made of two kinds of material. If a man lies carnally with a slave girl promised to another man, but who has not been redeemed or given her freedom, there must be due punishment. But they are not to be put to death because she had not been freed. The man, however, must bring a ram to the entrance to the tent of meeting as his guilt offering to the Lord. The priest shall make atonement on his behalf before the Lord with the ram of the guilt offering for the sin he has committed, and he will be forgiven the sin he has committed. When you enter the land and plant any kind of tree for food, you shall regard the fruit as forbidden. For three years it will be forbidden to you and must not be eaten. In the fourth year all its fruit Must be consecrated as a praise offering to the Lord. But in the fifth year you may eat its fruit. Thus your harvest will be increased. I am the Lord your God. You must not eat anything with blood still in it. You must not practice divination or sorcery. You must not cut the hair at the sides of your head or clip the edges of your beard. You must not make any cuts in your bodies for the dead or put tattoo marks on yourselves. I am the Lord. You must not defile your daughter by making her a prostitute or the land will be prostituted and filled with depravity. You must keep my Sabbaths and my reverence for my sanctuary. I am the Lord. You must not turn to mediums or spiritists. You must not seek them out or you will be defiled by them. I am the Lord your God. You are to raise in the presence of the elderly, honor the aged, and fear your God. I am the Lord. When a foreigner resides, With you in your land, you must not oppress him. You must treat the foreigner living among you as native born and love him as yourself, for you are foreigners in the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. You must not use dishonest measures of length, weight, or volume. You shall maintain honest scales and weights, an honest ephah, and an honest hen. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. You must keep all my statutes and all my ordinances and follow them. I am the Lord.
0: Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the ordinances you placed on the people before us, and thank you for shedding the blood of your Son so that we would not have to bring so many offerings before you, but you have done it for us. Please, Lord, shine your wisdom on us as we read through your Scripture. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Day 53 has a... Variety of of laws covered in it. The first is making sure that you correctly slaughter your animals, um, so bringing the blood to the temple so that it could be used as atonement. This is for domesticated animals that would be easy to take there. And there's a a authorization for people who are hunting wild game to release the blood in the wild and carry their game back. Mm-hmm. There was still that initial get rid of the blood give it to God, bury it. If you couldn't sacrifice it, it was to be released into the ground, which also belongs to God. And there was a conversation in there about goat demons. We'll continue into more of the conversation about pagan worship as the chapters progress, because that's a heavy theme in the next chapters, especially in chapter 19. The last part of that first chapter that's extremely important is it talks about the blood covers your sins. And that's a allusion again of that they're using this blood from these many sacrifices. But we are given the blood of Christ to cover our sins in the New Testament. Mm -hmm. With that said, I know uh, you had some stuff you wanted to talk about for chapter 18.
1: So chapter 18 covers unlawful sexual relations across the board. Here we have discussions of sexual relations with family members, with close relatives. We think of like incest in today's society as a direct relation such as our mother, father, brother, sister. But here we discuss aunts and uncles and half-siblings, so things that most people don't immediately think of when they think of incestual relationships. So don't do that. We also have some other discussions such as over homosexuality, over bestiality.
0: There's some some talk about Moloch in there and how they would offer their children. So this is one of the first, one of those other references to idols that is brought up. Moloch was a a Assyrian god. And they would light a fire in it and pass their children through its arms as a way of consecrating them to Moloch. But again, just referencing the perversions that occurred in other cultures and the desire to keep them away from it, which is a theme throughout this set of three chapters. But something I want to make sure that we all note, because some of these things are not mentioned in the New Testament, like the beard clipping and things like that, the tattoos. And we'll go into those in a moment. But I wanted to read from you Romans chapter 1, verse 27, so that you know that one of the things mentioned here is not condoned in the New Testament. Likewise, the men abandoned natural relations with women and burned with lust for one another. Men commended indecent acts with other men and received in themselves the due penalty for their error. So one of the sins that we were not relieved of in the New Covenant was homosexuality it is still a sin it to lie with another man or lie with another woman
1: so then we move on to chapter 19 and chapter 19 discusses several of our 10 commandments that we know to be um kind of foundational so for our religion so We have honoring your mother and your father, remembering the Sabbath, not to make idols of anything else because the Lord is the only person, the only entity that we should be idling. And there is lots of loving your neighbor and how to love your neighbor and how not to treat your neighbor despite if they have money or if they don't have money or like you're not to defraud your neighbors, you're not to be for individuals that are deaf or blind you're not supposed to put anything to block them in their way like it's it is acknowledging all of the differences in people in our society that should not be slighted for any reason as your neighbor
0: you were even supposed to leave the edges of your field for the poor to be able to harvest correct so you were leaving some of your product out so that it could be freely gathered by those who needed it
1: I think this is really lost in our society today. It's very sad to see people being kind of selfish with what they have versus sharing it willingly with others that are in need regardless of their situation. It's it's what makes us human, it's the human experience. So everyone may need something at some point or another. So just do that without being asked.
0: But that is why we were given the top two commandments, and number two is here. Let me read for you why I say that from Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 and 38. Jesus declared, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Sorry, that also included verse 39.
1: So I think that this is important, like, and it talks about judgments as well. Like, we're not to gossip that that's in here. Yeah, um, not
0: to gossip, not to slander.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest as people.
0: Well, you're going to make me go to verse 40 now of that same chapter of Matthew. All the law and prophets hang on these two commandments. So anything that goes against God or goes against your neighbor— is against the Lord's commandments and the Lord's will. And the Ten Commandments were, I think, given to be more explicit for mm-hmm. people who didn't understand and didn't have a foundation of the law to understand what might actually offend my neighbor. But now it's time to tackle some of the controversial parts of Leviticus, and to put them in context. Because if you were reading through there, you were like, man, I'm not allowed to shave my beard at all. I'm not allowed to cut my hair. Well, specifically the parts of their hair that they were cutting were symbolic of worship to the god Oratol, who would take the, their priests would cut the edges of their hair into almost a bowl cut, but that was how they would show their worship and devotion to this god, was that was how all of them cut their hair to. And then when you're talking about the trimmings of the beard, it was often a like sorrow sacrifice again to some of the pagan gods to cut the edges of your beard and offer those on fire to another idol. I I don't have the name of that god off the top of my head. Oh, and tattoos are actually mentioned couple of times. One of them's in Revelations, and this is where we're going to get some context for why tattoos were bad, as tattoos were often used to mark worship to a pagan god. And in Revelations, we're given a mark for the beast that is bad. So you're, again, correlating in context what is Leviticus 19 about, and is there anything in the New Testament that says, hey, it's still wrong, or is there something that is uh, not mentioned after the New Covenant? So keeping in mind when things happened and what was going on, they were being prepared to move into a new land and told, this is what you can't do with the Canaanites. So understanding that you're not supposed to use their mediums and their spiritists, their people who would call on spirits, their magicians, their sorcerers, their people who are trying to pull the power of demons or talk to the dead, that was not condoned. And these are not condoned in the New Testament as well. But then we have things like the beard trimming that, why would that be a thing in the New Testament? It's not because it's not a problem for the Israelites at this time. They're not having to worry about uh, the pagan rituals surrounding these practices and so they're not a stumbling block for the people. However, if you're around a group of people that this is a stumbling block for, we're instructed not to set up stumbling blocks for those around us by respecting their practices in front of them as long as they're not against our religion and against the commandments. So like the eating of the meat that was offered to idols, uh, to pagan gods, it's acceptable, but when it would have offended people, they didn't partake of it. Do you have anything else to add?
1: I would say again, love your neighbor, every neighbor, all neighbors.
0: Thank you for joining us. We look forward to being with you tomorrow for day number fifty-four of the Bible in a Year with Manna. For those of you who know who was dining on the the offered meats, please provide notes in the comments.